Welcome to Redemption Unscripted. On this podcast, you will hear unscripted conversation to help you know Jesus, grow in your relationship with Him, and go advance His kingdom. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to this month's episode of the Redemption Unscripted podcast. My name is Gary. I'm the guy that is usually singing on stage on Sundays. And with me on the mics are two pastors. Austin, how are you doing today? Doing well, man. Thanks for jumping in and hosting. Appreciate it. And we also have our lead pastor, Pastor Rick. How's it going, man? Good, brother. Glad to have you in the room, and thanks for hosting it so that Austin can jump out of that seat and still be on mic and tackle a topic with, with me. Yeah. Well, we usually start these episodes by just having a little discussion of something, you know, a little icebreaker. And today I thought I'd ask you guys, what was your very first car that you had? So I had a, I don't remember what year. Now, granted, I was, I was born in 89, so probably wasn't that old. Uh, but uh, it was a uh, Cavalier. So I think it was, is it Chevrolet? Chevy. Yeah, Chevy. Chevy. Yeah. Uh, so it's this green Cavalier and Man, I got that thing. It was already pretty beat up and used, but I drove that thing into the ground until it pretty much just died. But it was, it was a good first car. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. My first car was a 1984 Ford Tempo, hmm. which before the podcast, I asked these guys, <laughs> nope. do you even know what that is? Nope. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> Everyone was like, no. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm old. There it is. So uh, I got it. I think I got it in 86. It was my grandmother's car. <laughs> Uh, and uh, it was light blue, if I remember. So mm-hmm. just a little sedan is all. I mean, nothing special, but uh, it was yeah. a good car. I was having this discussion with somebody the other day. I'm not a car person, mm-hmm. but from what I understand, is it is it like 25 years it takes for a car to be an antique? Does anyone know this? Hmm. I have no idea. I heard that at some point. Why are you you holding out hope? You're yeah. getting close on one? <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely an antique if that's, yeah, <laughs> if that's the case. But uh, yeah, my my first car was, I got it in 1993, and it was a 1973 Pontiac mm-hmm. Le Mans, light blue as well. Mm-hmm. I was in Florida at the time. My uh, step-grandfather had passed away. It was his car, so they gave it to me. And it had vinyl seats. Ooh. And oh, that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like bucket, bucket seat. Mm-hmm. And the gas, um, the place where you put the gas was uh, under the license plate yep. on the back. Yep. So you, Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty common for a while. Yeah. 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 It was rusted at the bottom, no air conditioning. It didn't work. And the in radio Florida. didn't work Ooh, in yeah. Florida. So vinyl seats, no yes. air conditioning in <laughs> <Yes>. Florida. <laughs> Put those together. That's a perfect storm. <laughs> perfect storm. People made fun of me all the time for it, but also asked for rides. So sure. that's the way that goes. And it definitely did some smoking as well, you know, as it was as it was getting older. And today's podcast yeah, speaking of smoking. is gonna be a smoking podcast. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> And part of the reason for that is we are going to be talking about a controversial topic, which is weed. So we'll just what a kick- segue, Gary! That was well done. That's a, yeah. <laughs> so we'll just kick it off right away. And the first question I have for you guys is: Can Christians smoke weed? Absolutely, yes. 
The question maybe should be tweaked to, should Christians smoke weed, right? Because can they? Of course, they are able. But then the oughtness question, should they? Uh, and and the, that's what we really want to tackle, the appropriateness of it. It's a very relevant topic right now, right? Because issue two just passed, and that legalized recreational marijuana in Ohio. And so medical marijuana, you know, that's been legal for a while. You could do, a doctor could prescribe it for various conditions. Now, uh, just for giggles, just for kicks, uh, you can light up marijuana. And is that okay? Now, medical, I, I mean, I, I think we, we three guys would be agreed that medical is fine. Right. I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I at least yeah, like there, there's all kinds of things. I mean, morphine gets prescribed by a good friend of mine uh, recently had heart issues and uh, you guys, good friend of yours as well. Mm -hmm. And he was on morphine. It really helped him. And that's also morphine can be an addictive drug. And it's like, oh, whoa, you can't have recreational morphine, but but you can have medical prescribed and other things, painkillers, opioids, whatever. Uh, so medical marijuana, there are, I think there are cases where that is very, very helpful to prescribe, but that's not what it is. We're talking about recreational, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you got the, and it's a good catch because I mean, I remember a couple of years ago when I started seeing the CBD pop up everywhere. I remember mm -hmm. it was like family video. You could buy, rent a video and get CBD. Uh, <laughs> but that doesn't, and that would be in that, you know, medical category. Like it doesn't have the same effects and the same, you know, THC and like what we're going to deal with. Yeah, and don't gloss that because yeah. not everybody in the audience sure, would know. Catch. So yeah. THC is the actual chemical compound in marijuana. When you smoke weed or ingest it in some way, the thing that causes the high is THC. So if you take a marijuana product and you take the THC out, that's how you get CBD. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 So want to be so. So yeah, what we're really it. talking about then is not CBD or medical marijuana. We're talking about uh, a community group getting together, sitting around with their Bibles open on their lap, getting out the weed, and here we go. Ready? Who has some prayer requests? <laughs> That's what we're talking about, right? Like, so are they are they able to get together as a community group and smoke weed? And that's the question. Also, also the first time we've had a lighter. In that a is podcast, true. That is a good point. So historic day. <laughs> Dude, you got to have sound effects. And, yeah. and what they don't know, we haven't answered the question yet. And this is audio, not video. True. So they right. have no idea what's happening in the nope. world right now. No, yeah. just use your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's three of us here. What, has anybody ever smoked weed in the room here? I mean, that's a, there's a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, it have. sounds like my, I'm just getting out my community group. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, well, I two, have, <laughs> two of us. Two of us grew up in the Baptist exactly. church. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. So, there, yeah, my, and, and one of us grew up <laughs> yeah, not really yeah, going to church. Yeah. So let's yeah. try to figure out where you're going yeah. there, Gary. Yeah, I was, my culture put the fear of God in me that I, I was around it a lot. I was, you know, I was big in skateboarding. So there was plenty of weed around me, but I, I was one of those kids that just was so terrified of, you know, all the things people told me. I'm like, I'm not touching that, but plenty of my friends were around me did it. So. And so you smoked nothing. Correct. Yeah. 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 Gary, I think that's your story too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't smoke anything for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I've pretty much smoked everything. So mm-hmm. that, the, the opposite of that, and I don't say that with uh, bragging. I mean, I just, there is a season of my life I didn't know Jesus. There mm-hmm. was a season after that where I wasn't walking closely with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I, I have smoked weed before and smoked a whole lot of other things as well. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, mainly tobacco products of, of all kinds, but um, right. yeah. Right. Well, what does the Bible say about it? Does it does it address this topic at all, or yeah? Well, kinda. I, I mean, so <clears throat> well, excuse me. What you have in Genesis chapter one, uh, God creates the world. He creates man, male and female in His image, blesses them. Uh, so I'm really looking at Genesis chapter one, verses 27 and following right now. And when he does, that's when he told them to be fruitful, multiply. And then he starts to tell them kind of, hey, here's the stuff I've given you on this great planet Earth, this creation I've given you. And so in verse 29, it says that God, God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of the Earth and every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them as food. So... Uh, there it is saying that, that God, get in, marijuana is a seed-bearing plant, so that was as part of God's creation given to mankind as provision. Nonetheless, that doesn't necessarily address recreational use, because there's a lot of things God gave that are quite obvious, like morphine. Like, like There's these chemicals and derivatives and all that that are for medical use, not for recreational use. As well, that's before the fall. Then the fall comes in and ruins everything and makes everything gross and, and bad. So, so the Bible, uh, th- that's the closest. There's no specific reference to the marijuana plant, but it would be caught up in this God creates the earth and gives it to mankind as provision. And in that, it, he said it is good. So it's good. Now, anything in God's creation can be misused. So are knives good or bad? Depends how you use them, right? So uh, it, it depends on the use. So I, that's the most I have there as far as yeah. the... Yeah, and I would agree. I mean, I think, I think it's, you hit it nail on the head there. Like some of this is a context, like, okay, this is pre-fall. So yes, God gave it, it's good. But we got to ask ourselves, what is it good for? Like what's his intended purpose? And to your point, the fall has made this so much more difficult because we abuse good gifts from God and use them in ways he didn't design, which gets into this. Legit. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine who went on a mission trip to Jamaica about like 20 years ago, and he came back and told me that there was a Jamaican guy that came up to him as they were ministering there, and he had, this guy was holding like the biggest joint he'd ever seen in his life. Fatty. And yeah, and he was he was pretty high, and he <laughs> went on to tell my friend, he's like, you see this man? He goes, God made this man, you know, and he was just like preaching the gospel of weed <laughs> to, to this guy. But when it comes to God and his word and what he wants us to do, are there any uh, clear or relevant commands when it comes to this topic? Yeah. Well, and you, you know, your first question was, does the Bible address weed specifically? And, and no, but, but then now you're, it seems like you're saying, hey, are there principles? That, and yeah, absolutely, there are principles that, that go along with this. So one of the principles that would be relevant, I think, is the principle of submission. So submission to legitimate authorities. 
for example, employers. So you're supposed to submit to your employer as a legitimate authority. And so even though weed is legalized in Ohio, if your employer says our employees can't smoke weed and they test for it and you get dinged, you're out. And that's legit. So yeah, employers can have, they can have dress codes. Uh, they can say also we don't employ people who get high. And so that's a legit authority. Yeah. Yeah. I think another one too, you got to keep in mind is, you know, maybe we have listeners that are younger and, you know, you're, you're in high school smoking weed and you're like, well, you realize you're in some, you're still under the authority of your parents. So if your parents, if they feel like, no, this is not something we want you to do. And we're giving you a clear directive not to do it. Um, I get it. Like as a teenager, young person, you want to push back into your parents, but that's a legitimate authority from God that, um, yeah, if you're in your parents' house and they have authority over you and you're still a minor, you have to submit to what your parents say. 100%. Yeah. And even in that one, that, that pings on two fronts because it's not only the parental authority, but also government authority. We are told to submit to the government. And yes, weed has been legalized, but it's like alcohol, age 21. So if you're a minor, you're breaking the laws of the land, and that's no bueno. So you're violating two authorities in that case. And then along with the uh, government, of course, there are regulations still. It's not like, hey, smoke as much weed as you want and go driving. No, there's just like drunk driving. There's driving while intoxicated, and so you can't do that. So uh, so with alcohol, it's a BAC, blood alcohol content of 0.08%, I believe. Is that right from yeah, the research? Correct. We, we yep. double-checked on that. Mm -hmm. And then you got a blood marijuana level now, and... Do you, do you want to do that? You want me to do the science? Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at it like, I don't know how to say that it's right. So. Two nanograms per milliliter of blood or 10 nanograms per milliliter of urine. So as opposed to alcohol where you can do a breathalyzer test, you really can't on weed, uh, but, but blood or urine, there are levels. And if you are driving while over those levels, you are, you're going to get incarcerated. Well, yeah. at least a fine. I don't know. You'll, you'll, you'll be charged. And then, sure. and then yeah. uh, what happens from there, the courts will decide. Yeah. I think there's in, in that same submission piece, like there's submission to God. And I think this is a weird, it's a hard one because, you know, like we said, there's not a lot of black and white verses on, can I smoke weed or can I not? Like in those verses, in those cases, it's pretty easy to know how to submit to God in that. But I, I do think there's still something to be said in this area that there's, you know, there's some gray and you have to use wisdom and we'll get into some different things, but there's still the heart posture. Like, yep. like, man, if you're smoking weed just because you want to push back on people that told you not to, or you want to fit in like that, that's not a submissive heart to the Lord. Um, so I think there is, even in a gray area where you may not have a black and white answer, there's still, you got to factor in, not a, it's not what can I do and still be a good Christian, but how how much can I submit to the Lord and and maybe things that I could do, maybe I shouldn't do them because I want to submit to my Lord. So yeah, yeah, because that's really the call upon a Christian is to lead a submissive life, uh, to live peaceably, to work hard, to be at peace with all people. Like so, so our hearts. It's not only parents and government and employers, but ultimate authority is the Lord our God. And, and so I like what you're saying there, Pastor Austin. Like, am I just living with a heart of submission to him? 
And if so, then I have to look at his word for relevant commands. Maybe it doesn't address weed particularly, but a very relevant one would be a command about drunkenness or intoxication. So for a lot of Christians, when they start to tackle the marijuana question, what we're going to do is we're going to roll back to the alcohol question and work our way back Mm -hmm. to marijuana. So what the scriptures do tell us is that drinking alcohol is okay. Drunkenness is not. So you have things like Psalm 104, uh, which talks about uh, God uh, basically making things so that uh, we can have wine, which it says gladdens the heart of man. So he gave us, it's a provision from God, wine that gladdens the heart of man. So you can't say it's grape juice, right? Because it gladdens the heart. And and so grape juice doesn't do that, you know? Uh, And then you have Jesus who uh, not only drank himself, but even provided wine at a wedding party, deep in the wedding party. So it would, and they were shocked that it was the good stuff, (laughs) right? So uh, if drinking is just automatically, then our Lord sinned. And we know he didn't sin. And uh, so, so you can't, it's, so drinking's okay, but you do get to Ephesians 5.18. And Ephesians 5.18 is where it says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. So now we have a clear command against drunkenness, which I think is very fair to interpret as intoxication. Uh, because what he, what Paul puts in contrast there is being under the control of alcohol versus the control of the spirit. So I'm not in self-control, I'm not in spirit control, but I've allowed some substance to go into my body to take over control to make me act in a different way than I would if I were self-controlled or spirit-controlled. And, and so we're not supposed to do that. Yeah, and that and that's the heart of the issue is whether we're talking, you know, in this podcast from about weed, but when you get into that topic of how a substance, whatever that substance is, is controlling you, it goes against how God wants us to act as followers of Him, like to be self-controlled, sober-minded. Mm-hmm. You can't do that when you're intoxicated. Like it just, there's no category to be able to do that. Um, yeah, and sober-minded that comes out of Second Timothy sure. yeah. chapter four verse five. So that's yeah. a Another relevant one. So if I'm, if I'm doing something intentionally to get myself to be not sober-minded. Yeah, you've crossed the clear yeah, line. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I know I can drink alcohol and still be sober-minded. I, can, I should say I can drink some alcohol and still be sober-minded. I also know I can drink it too much and then violate these commands from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think of Ephesians 5 when we talk about things like this, you know, being controlled by the Spirit, not controlled by anything else. Yep. So we're controlled by the Spirit. Can we smoke a little bit of weed? Is that okay if we still are controlled by the Spirit and not by weed? Right. And, And honestly, Gary, that's like, I feel like that's the big question because that's what we're saying with alcohol. Yes, you can drink a little bit of alcohol, and I do. I, drink, I make my own beer, but, but I, I have kind of a one beer policy because I know if I drink the second, I might start to feel the effect somewhat. And, and so, so the question is, okay, if, we're, if the Bible doesn't address weed specifically and we're going to lean on the alcohol verses, is that the same? So can you smoke a little bit of weed? 
Now, to be honest, to answer that, Pastor Austin and I, and he did most of the research, credit to him, but now we got to go into a bunch of research. I did reach out to the Stowe Police Department and got some input uh, from one of the sergeants there that was really helpful. And, and so, because this isn't, now we got to go into science. And so it's, we're a little bit outside of our, our native wheelhouse right now, but uh, credit to Austin. Um, so, so really the, the, the answer I think we're going to come to is no, that you cannot smoke a little bit of weed and not get high. So Austin, <laughs> get us there. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and, you know, going into this research, it's funny. I, you know, Rick and I, we both, we kicked this around a little bit. Like is, is there a, like alcohol, like, is there a gap of time where mm-hmm. you can enjoy it, but not, you know, get high? And so after the research, uh, yeah, like you said, the answer is really no. So uh, most of the studies, really all the studies, uh, there's by maybe a minute or two or difference, but all the studies show that it takes two to 10 minutes after you take your first hit of weed or smoke weed, whatever, um, you're going to get high. So, mm-hmm. So it's not like you can smoke weed for 30 minutes and chill out and then, you know, stop before you get to the high moment. Like it's in a couple of minutes, you're going to get high. Um, and that's going to gonna peak approximately around 30 minutes, uh, but it could last the effects, which is pretty wild. Like it could last for an hour, up to three hours, uh, sometimes five, depending on uh, the potency of uh, the THC and the weed. Obviously, bodies are slightly different, but uh, but you're really talking, yeah, you're you're taking that puff two to 10 minutes, you're high. Uh, now that's when you smoke it. Now, uh, if you, if it's in an edible, it's even, uh, it's, it's different. Like it, it will last longer, um, 30, 30 minutes to two hours. Uh, but it can still be dangerous. So, and uh, <clears throat> it can be dangerous on edibles because sure. what happens is so two to 10 minutes, you're starting to feel effects. If you smoke it, what happens with edibles sometimes is you eat a brownie and again, it takes 30 minutes because you got to digest it. It takes longer to get to your bloodstream, to your brain, all that stuff. So uh, in, in your 25 minutes in going, man, I'm not feeling anything. You know, I probably didn't eat enough. So you eat two, you eat three, and then it hits. Yeah. And that's where uh, edibles can actually sneak up on you and be yeah. dangerous, right? And I did see in the research there, uh, the percentage of THC in edibles is is like skyrockets. Like some of them you can get up to like 90% THC. So it's, they're packing the edibles with, yeah. with that, which is wild. So now, I want to pause here for a moment because I know there are some in our audience who have themselves smoked weed before or do currently or whatever. And they might be like, Oh, no way, man. When I smoke weed, I can. Okay. And I just want to say, stop. Like, like we're not talking pothead lore right now, like what you and your buddies experienced one time and when you were high, so you probably don't even remember that much anyway. But like, we're talking science. We've, did, we've done a lot of research and, and we're talking empirical data on, on these things and, and what happens. So w- what we're saying then is it's not like alcohol where... Where when I drink a beer, if I drink like a high test IPA or a barley wine or something like that, that's got a little bit more kick to it, I'm going to start to feel it towards the end. And I know I got to chill. But, but weed's going to go down a little bit differently that, that um, there's going to be, I'm going to be high. Uh, like I'm going to smoke a doobie in, you know, is it, do they even say doobie anymore? I'm like really dated. I'm going to smoke I'll a joint. Like, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Some, some of the back bacon, eh? Anyway, so uh, <laughs> like I'm going to. 
smoke some of that and then uh we're through that reefer and it's coming at me and i'm high and there's no dialing it back i'm in yeah 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 and the thing and and i think one thing that makes it so concerning that we saw in this research is there's just not good regulation so when you get into me- medical marijuana you it's regulated better you can be a little safer but when you get into and by regulate you mean you like the THC level, how yeah. potent it, is it? Yeah. It's in a medical, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And recreational, you don't like, yeah. there's just, there's not a lot of clarity on how much. And, and obviously if you're, if you're the person producing the, the weed, you, you want to put as much potency in that as you can. So you're going to keep rap, uh, ramping it up. And that's what studies are showing is, you know, one article I read was like the weed people are smoking now is not the weed they smoked in the sixties. Like mm-hmm. that didn't do much. Like Woodstock smoking weed, like it took a while for them to get high. It was weaker stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they're, because there, there's a regulation and now it's legal. People want to get it out there more. So they're, it's getting higher. Yeah. The concentration yeah. of THC, yeah. which if you take that to the world of alcohol, uh, one way that some of our people could wrap our brains. So I already talked about like, you know, you have weaker beer, you have IPAs, you have double IPAs, barley wines, you can, wine is a little bit higher percentage. And then you get up to like hard alcohol, like bourbon, you know, you have 45%, something like that. So if you take a can of beer and that big old can of beer, and you assume it's 5%, you chug it, turns out it was 45%. You just chugged an entire can of bourbon and you didn't know it. And it's going to lay you out. The problem with recreational weed is you do not know the percentage. And so the amount you consume, you're rolling the dice Mm -hmm. and it could lay you out. And that, that's just uh, the potency, you know? And so then you get into things like, well, okay, but how much is a hit? How much is a puff? It's different person to person. So, so even to say, well, you can do one hit or two hits like that, there's no regulation. It's not like one ounce or two ounces of bourbon. You know, like the, the regulation, it's just, it's very subjective. So it's doubtful. It, it's doubtful that like alcohol, you can, you know, with alcohol, you can drink and not get drunk. If you puff, what we're saying is you will probably get high. Uh, and thus, you'll be running afoul of the scriptural commands to not be out of control, not to be intoxicated. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, and I think it's as much as I, and I'll be honest, like as, as much as I would love, it would be simpler as pastors if we could fit the weed conversation oh. to this, like, because it's Man, easy. Well, like, yeah. Honestly, if we're honest with them, that's kind of what we were hoping when we oh, 100%, said, yeah, hey, let's do a podcast yep. on this. We were kind of hoping for that. Yeah, because then you say, nope. well, you can smoke, just don't get high, like don't get drunk. But I think what we're seeing in the research is there's just not, there's not room for that. Um, so, And if we're honest, that's kind of by design. So if you, if you want to smoke, get a nice cigar. I, I, every once in a while, I'll smoke a pipe. Uh, not of weed, <laughs> let's be clear, uh, tobacco. And, and so uh, if you want to, you can go that route. So why are you passing over a cigar and you're picking up some weed? It's because of the THC. You're actually going for that high. And, and you might say, you know, well, it relaxes me. Well, sure, because you're high. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, that's what's going on. I mean, honestly, getting drunk relaxes me. But it's sin. <laughs> you know, yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't get drunk, but anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. I, let me be clear. I don't get drunk anymore. <laughs> I'll be honest. I mean, I, back in the right. day. So. Right, 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 right. 
Well, I know our church has a really big heart for addiction recovery. Yep. And it's been really cool to see some some redemption stories come out of that. Huge. So when we talk about this topic, how does health and addiction play into what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that's a lot. I mean, a lot of that research we found, I mean, it, it was packed full of of a lot of very serious, uh, yeah, health, health concerns, uh, addiction concerns. I think, you know, you obviously got to start with, uh, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's since scripture, we know that as believers. Um, so we do have to be careful. Yeah. What, what do we put in our bodies now? Granted, you can open that up and go, you know, I grew up in a Baptist church. You never talked about this, but we eat a lot of food and Mm -hmm. at times we can cross a lot of times cross the line into, just because food is good doesn't mean you should just pack full, you know, eat all you can until you feel terrible. Like that's not treating the bot, your temples by the Holy Spirit. Well, um, and so I think with this, you have to consider like your Baptist background culture would say, Hey, you, you can't smoke because yeah. the body's the temple, but let's and have then a pot their luck. diet is <laughs> crap. Oh, <laughs> you yes. know, like, yeah. like it's horrible. Yeah. So I think that's the starting place is, yeah, we are, we have to take care of our bodies and that that's going to lead to, the question of what are some of the health effects because we need to take those seriously. Yeah, and I just felt uh, maybe compelled by the Spirit to, to qualify that when I said your Baptist background, I mean yours specifically, not everyone's Baptist True. background. I'm just not a shot at Baptist, but I know your background, the yeah. independent Baptist background you came out of, that was true, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to diss them all. But so so there is there is certainly taking care of your body, uh, and in so is is smoking okay? I already said uh, every once in a while I'll smoke a pipe or a cigar, uh, but once you go into chain smoking, uh, you can really hurt your body, hurt your lungs, whatever. And most people who are smoking marijuana are smoking it regularly, and and therefore it's going to hurt the lungs. So there is a health concern there. There's also pregnancy uh, concerns, uh, very similar to alcohol, where you, you got to avoid it during pregnancy. But uh, it's been linked to uh, babies coming out with lower birth weight and uh, uh, lesser brain development if mom smoked weed while pregnant. Then, of course, there's addiction stuff. And so, uh, Gary, you noted our heart for addiction ministry. Uh, so that you, there's got to be uh, self-control. There's got to be wisdom. Uh, now, granted, studies do show. We'll give you the facts as they are. Weed is evidently less addictive than alcohol and opioids. But notice I said less. It's still addictive. Uh, and also, of course, known as the gateway drug, right? So, so it is addictive, and it is a, a, the gateway, the pathway to more addictive substances as well. So there is a great amount of caution there. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a, and there, you know, to add, keep adding to that list, I mean, there's a whole list of mental uh, issues that come with it. I mean, when you, when you get high, it messes with your mental state. I mean, that's, that's why some people get high, because they want to be in a, you know, chilled out state. But what we know is the high potency, long-term use of marijuana, weed. I mean, you're getting into hallucinations, delusions, psychosis, paranoia, schizophrenia, depression, anxiety, uh, suicidal ideation. I mean, that's just listing that. If, if something we're doing could lead to that, that should be enough for us to go, holy crap. Like, Man, at least you got to pump the brakes. Yeah. Go, like you got to consider that. Yeah. Yeah. And if that stuff runs, you know, I think 
family of origin. Like if you're, if, you know, we know mental illness can run in families and if that's stuff in your family background, like you should be cautious, like you might be more prone to some mental illness. And I don't know if I would want to encourage someone to, to do something that's going to make that a little bit more likely. Like that's not good. You know, one of the definitions I heard for addiction at one point is when you start to use a substance to numb the pain caused by that substance. Hmm. Right? So, so initially you drink alcohol because it's just social. It's just fun or whatever. But, uh, but once you get to uh, when you're a drunk, you're an alcoholic. Now the alcohol is messing your life up. And because your life is messed up, you drink the alcohol to numb the pain from the alcohol. And in weed, so some of those things you listed, anxiety, depression, people are like, well, you could smoke weed to help, help with that. <laughs> what, what you might find is you're using the substance to numb the pain that might be caused by the substance. Mm-hmm. So you just got to be cautious. Yeah. And then, of course, there's also uh, developmental issues for teenagers. You got to be aware of there was a study from New Zealand uh, that was done in, in coordination with Duke University. Hey, go Blue Devils. All right. I knew you'd love that shout out. That's right. But uh, people who started smoking marijuana heavily in their teens, they lost an average of eight IQ points between ages 13 and 38. And the lost mental abilities didn't necessarily return after they quit smoking as adults. So that's a little bit concerning. So, so when you when you get dumb and dumber, and you you know like just the the idea of just potheads, well, that there might be science to that. Yeah, you know? and there is. You know, it's funny. I one of the books I'm reading right now after you and I did some research. I mean, it had a couple more articles in there, and they were mentioning uh, like the use teenagers smoking weed. Like that is that number keeps going higher and higher. Like teenage use of smoking weed is just super high and which ironic to say that, but, um, but it's, it's popular. And so it's like, man, like that is, that is dangerous as a teenager to be messing with stuff. That's going to mess with your, I mean, you're in a developmental stage of life where your brain is developing and be really careful with doing something that's going to hinder that. Yeah. That could have long-term results, obviously. hundred percent. So Gary, lots of concerns that uh, go with health and addiction. And, and so, I mean, as we admitted, like, the, yeah, we're going to address the biblical side as best as we can as pastors, but then this does get into a medical science kind of thing. And we had to do our homework and prepare in order to answer it some because we're a little bit outside our wheelhouse. But what we found is, yeah, that one, you, you are probably going to get high, so you'll run afoul of the scriptures in that. And then two, uh, there are some real concerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit layered. A bit mm-hmm. complex at times, so appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to tackle it today. Uh, before we close out today, any other closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that Pastor Austin and I were talking about in, as we were thinking about this podcast is just kind of landing this thing by saying, why? Like, wh- why do you want to smoke weed? And what we want to do as disciples of Jesus is when life hurts— we want to run to God. That's who we should be, that's, and that's what I want for everyone listening. My fear with weed is we are using a substance to numb the pain instead of running to our God. And that's just idolatry. That is, that's not the path of discipleship. Yeah, yeah. and I was uh, talked about weed a couple months ago to our young adults, our, our next ministry, and that was some of really what I wanted them to get is, like, man, life life sucks. Life's hard. Like it's going to kick you around, like you just said. And, 
uh, we all run to something to numb that pain. And, you know, this topic is weed, but insert whatever that is. I'm not just picking on weed. Like if there's something you're running to, to try to escape life or the pain of life and it's not God, it's a bad thing to run to. Even if it could be a good thing, like food could be a good thing. But man, if that's the thing you're running to, to numb the pain, it's the wrong source. And yeah. It's just not, it's not the thing. And instead, the path for a disciple is to face reality. Reality is our friend. Don't escape reality. Face reality. Go to God with it. And then grow over time. So there are life's pains, and we want you to grow through those and past those. But the problem with weed is what it does, or any other intoxicating substance, is that it it doesn't cause growth. It doesn't lead to growth. What happens is you just get high. And, and now you're the same person with the same problems, but you're just high. And so that didn't necessarily solve anything. And what we want to do as disciples is solve problems and grow mm-hmm. in Christ. Um, I guess another uh, reason why I think it can come up uh, for some of us would be to be an edgy Christian. There's that desire, I think, that like, okay, weed's legal now, so I, and to be an edgy Christian, I just say, man, seek your identity in God, not in the eyes of the world. Like, like seek it from the Lord, and, and there's, I mean, if you're an edgy Christian and have $5, that'll get you a cup of coffee, because the edgy Christian thing buys you nothing, right? So it's just not worth it. And I think right on the hills of that, I mean, it's, don't, don't give in to the social pressure acceptance, like you said, just... Just because it's legal now doesn't mean you have to do it. And just because everyone else might be leaning that direction, we have a higher calling. We have more worth than just let's follow the crowd and, and be accepted. So don't yeah, don't feel pressure. Like you don't you can get to heaven one day and be with Jesus forever. And if you don't smoke weed, it's okay. Like you don't have to. Don't yeah. give in to the pressure around. Yeah, so Gary, I, I think the the last thing I, I wanna say on it is that when we're considering weed, we as Christians have to get to the point where we realize Jesus is what we long for. Mm. Jesus is what we long So if you are a Christian, I want you to look to him. I want you to long for him. I want you to run to him. I want you to follow him. And there you will find life, not at the end of a, mar- a marijuana joint. Mm. It's really in Christ. Mm. That's what you're looking for. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you both again for addressing this topic. And for everyone who's listening, we we hope that this was very helpful to you on your journey to follow Jesus. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. To catch the latest episode, be sure to subscribe and follow us. For more resources like this, visit our website at www.redemptionchapel.com slash grow. We hope you join us next time on Redemption Unscripted.